Hi there, it's Kathleen here, and welcome to The Gathering, bringing God into everyday life. Let me encourage you to not just listen, but partner with God and practice what He speaks to you. You can access more information about me, my newspaper articles, upcoming events, contact me, or purchase my book, Thriving Through Seasons of Grief, on my website at www.kathleenmaxwellrandy.com. This podcast is now in 28 countries, and people have donated so that you can listen free. Will you consider paying it forward for someone else by giving a one-time or monthly gift? Simply click the button that says become a patron or patronage at the top of the podcast. And don't forget to click the like or follow and you'll be the first to know when new episodes are released. Enjoy the podcast. Hi friends, this is Kathleen here and thanks for listening in today to the Kathleen Maxwell Ramby podcast. And I want to just come to you and if it's your first time listening, um, let you know that I come to you as a wife, a mother, a minister, um, somebody that's worked in social work for several decades, a grandmother, a widow, um, a columnist for several newspapers. So I come to you from a variety of different avenues in life. And today what I want to talk to you about is something that maybe you might be aware of or may not be but grief can be very difficult during the holiday season and um, as I navigated through that time period in my life of losing my my late husband of 30 years and my mom and dad um, as well as other losses in my life the holidays were particularly difficult and in my work that I'm doing now, I've seen just more clients at this time of year because grief can be challenging. So what I wanna share with you today are seven tips for those grieving during the holidays. So why is grief harder during the holidays? Well, I think there's a number of reasons, but one is holidays can be stressful for anyone that's going through anything. You've got parties, you've got presents to buy, you've got financial stress, You've got more on your plate. Um, But when you've lost someone, they are particularly challenging because we have so many memories tied to those holidays. And again, I speak from experience. Um, As somebody that was widowed at age 49 and then lost both of my parents shortly after that, there were so many memories, especially from childhood, and then sharing so many holidays with my parents as adults. And a lot of those were at my my home that I grew up in. But then there were, as my parents got older, those all transitioned to our house. And we just had our traditions and all those things. And then the first Christmas with the holiday season without my husband that I had been with for 30, well, 30 plus years man, those holidays were just so hard because there were so many fond memories and things that we shared together, um, just the two of us. But here are some tips that helped me through the painful holidays, and I hope that they'll bring some wholeness and healing to your own heart. And if nothing else, help you realize how a lot of these, these emotions at the holidays are harder and why. So the first tip I want to give you is 
to embrace the pain. Now, I know that may not sound like fun, but the holidays bring up grief and our emotions are just even more challenging. And what happens is emotions that maybe we've swept under the carpet because we've been busy, uh, we've had other things to do, they tend to come to the surface during the holidays. And they're painful. Those memories can be painful. But let me encourage you to embrace that pain and just admit, ah, this is just sad. This is just hard. My heart is broken. You know, we live in a society, I think, where people just don't admit they're hurt and appear to have it all together. And I've found that in our great pain and our great honesty, that's where Jesus meets us and binds up our brokenhearted. So let me encourage you, if you've lost someone this holiday season, cry and embrace the pain because grief is the price of love. And, you know, if, if it, it wouldn't hurt so much if you hadn't have loved so much. And, you know, there was an old saying years ago, it's better to have loved and lost than to have never loved at all. And that's so true. That is so true. I can, I can just tell you that. But Jesus understands our pain. And Jesus even cried when Lazarus died. And that was in John eleven thirty five. The Bible also tells us that God promises to heal our pain. It says in Psalm 147, verse 3, He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. So, embrace the pain. Admit where your heart is. It's okay to be honest with yourself. And maybe even honest with those that are close to you that you can be trusted that maybe can help you through this time of year. The second tip I want to leave with you is remember that you're never alone. I felt so alone that first Christmas. I felt lost. Um, you know, I didn't have anybody to go to parties with. I didn't have just a number of the comforts that my late husband provided. Um, and in my dark days of grief, man, the Christmas season was really hard because I didn't feel like celebrating. The man that I'd spent the majority of my holidays in life with, the person that made, you know, made me feel special and fun, he was gone. And so that made that first holiday season particularly challenging as well as others since then because we just had so many memories tied together. You know, that year, as well as the first three years that followed losing Joe, you know, all I could really celebrate was that God was with me. And that was worth celebrating. When I couldn't think of anything else to be thankful for, I could thank God that because of Jesus and because he came and because God was so... God was so um, creative in sending his son, that meant I was never alone. And I'll tell you where this come from, comes from. If you've got your Bible, turn into Matthew 1, 23, and it says, A virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Oh my goodness, right there it is in the Bible that God sent Jesus 
so that we would never be alone. And so what you can celebrate this season is that you're never alone. The third tip I want to give you for navigating through the holidays is they can be challenging when you're grieving because you're just exhausted. The holidays are more exhausting anyway, but then you add the emotional pain that your heart is feeling and emotional pain wears you out. So be kind to yourself and allow yourself to get some rest. You know, that's tip tip three is rest. Rest is important. And I had to sometimes ground myself, I call it, because I just couldn't move at my normal pace. And rest is just important. So you may not be able to go to all those parties. You may not be able to stay as long at a family gathering. Um, You're going to have to just be kind to yourself because the emotional pain that your heart is dealing with just makes you feel exhausted. And one of the things I learned is that rest was my weapon. Um, I just wasn't the best version of myself. And I needed more rest. Otherwise, I would be in tears most of the days. And those days that were exhausting usually brought on more tears. So tip number three is rest. Tip number four to help you navigate during this holiday season is create new memories. Sometimes we just have to do things different. And the reality is, if you've lost someone you love that's near and dear to you, normal as you know it is gone. And that's a hard pill to swallow, but it just is a fact. It doesn't mean that I haven't had great Christmases since I lost my husband 14 years ago. Um, And I have remarried in And there is a new man in my life. I've been remarried now 11 years. But normal as I knew it left when my husband exited the earth. And that first Christmas that Joe died, my kids, who were all adults at that time, they didn't want to come home. And for me as a mom, that was painful. Um, Because I'd created my home as a place of celebration, I'd created my nest Uh, I took great pride in decorating and and making memories memorable for my children. And, you know, my kids came to me shortly after their dad died in October, and they said, Mom, what are we going to do for the holidays? And, you know, I was like, well, you know, I guess you're coming home. And they just said, no, we don't want to come home. It's just too painful. Dad is gone. And so I quickly had to make a new plan, and I had to think differently. And so for our family, what we did is we were able to get um, just a a condo in Cabo San Lucas. So we we traveled out of the country to make a new memory. And so let me encourage you, this first Christmas after losing someone you love, you just have to do things a little bit differently. So think outside the box. Ask God to give you a plan. What can I do to create a new memory? Because being at home or being wherever you normally are just may be too much. So create new memories. 
And you know, that's, I was, a, a picture flashed up the other day and it was our memory of when we had gone away that first Christmas that um, my husband was gone. And those are treasured memories now, just of what our little family shared in those days when we were, we were all hurting. Okay, so tip number five, share your holiday with the loved one you've lost in a different way. And you may be saying, what on earth are you talking about, Kathleen? Well, let me just explain. I think honoring our loved one on a holiday is important. And this can be done with your family or by yourself. Um, you get to choose and you get to decide. But let me encourage you to allow a little bit of time that Christmas, maybe that morning, a little bit of private time to process some of your pain. Um, you know, I remember waking up early that first um, Christmas and that first Thanksgiving. And as I woke and I uh, woke up and just sat, had my quiet time and my coffee with Jesus, as I call it, I just begin to journal and write a letter. One time I think I wrote a letter. Another time I just spoke out loud because I was at, I was alone um, in my room. But I told my late husband what was on my heart. I told him how much I missed him. I told him how much I treasured the years we'd spent together. I told him what the day was going to look like without him and so, you know, I remember another day, um, you know, after I'd lost my father and I was having my time alone with the Lord um, on Father's Day, I wrote a letter to my dad just telling him how important he had been in my life and how much I was going to miss him. So that's how I honored my father on Father's Day. Um, that's how I honored my late husband on and my mom and dad, too. As I process my grief, you know, the first years without them, and they both died within two months of each other, um, you know, I had to process and just tell them what I missed about them and loved about them and, and just how much they meant. So, honor your loved one. You just may have to do it in another way. Another year, I know at Christmas or Thanksgiving, as we, we went around the table and we just shared a special memory. So you can still honor your loved one that you've lost. It just might look a little bit different, but let me encourage you to do it. It'll help your heart be at more, a little bit more at peace. So, so tip number six, initiate connection with others and make a plan. You know, so many times we wait for someone to include us and other people are just busy and they may forget about us and that can even make us feel more alone. And so if you don't have a plan for Christmas, if you don't have a plan for New Year's, I want to encourage you to make one. Call somebody else that's single. Call somebody else that may be struggling with the holidays too. Um... But don't sit there and just feel sorry for yourself. 
Sometimes we have to initiate the connection. I remember the first New Year's. My late husband and I had always done stuff with couples. In that year, the couples that we did stuff with were going um, out dancing. And so I wasn't invited because I didn't, my heart was too raw. And I didn't, um, you know, I didn't have a dance partner. And I was feeling sorry for myself. And, and all of a sudden, I just had another thought. I thought, you know what? I've got this single friend. I'm going to give her a call and see if she wants to do something. So don't just wait for others to invite you. Step out of your comfort zone, make a new plan, and initiate connection. Just having a plan will make you feel more secure, and it will help alleviate some of the uneasiness when people say, well, what are you going to do? You know, I don't think anybody wants to say, I'm going to sit home alone, <clears throat> and that can even, you know, put an explanation part point on the loneliness. So let me encourage you to make a new plan and initiate connection if you don't have one. And tip number seven is diffuse the awkwardness. Um, grief can be triggered. Like I said, I during the holiday season. And if you break down and if you cry, and that's okay, let the tears roll. If you're with somebody else and it feels awkward, just look at them and say, I just need a moment to cry. You didn't do anything wrong. Because our friends and family can feel more uncomfortable, I think, than we do at times. So acknowledging our pain and just saying, I need a moment to cry. And taking a deep breath can help diffuse the awkwardness that we can feel with other people. And um, that's just important. I remember um, walking up to somebody. I was going into a restaurant and ran into a co-worker that somebody else in social work. And she was asking me, you know, um, what are you doing? And all of a sudden the tears began to roll. And she said, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I didn't mean to upset you. I feel so bad. And I just looked at her and I said, it's okay. You didn't do anything wrong. I just need a moment to cry because I miss the man I loved. And so anyway, I just want to close and wrap up by saying I wish I could take your pain away this holiday season. But I ask God to touch your heart that's so tender and I ask him to bring healing to it you know Jesus came to give us hope he came to be the light of the world which means walk us through the darkness that grief can make us feel but grief is the price of love and the best thing about Christmas is Emmanuel God is with us and Jesus it says in in the prophecy about him in Isaiah 61 he came to bind up the brokenhearted and he came to heal our wounds so I pray that Emmanuel make himself real to you this holiday season that he pour out his love and his grace upon you as you navigate a holiday without those that you love. 
Let me pray for you real quick. So, Lord, I thank you for Jesus. I thank you for the gift that we have in Jesus. I thank you that we can bring our pain to you because, God, you bind up the brokenhearted. And many times that's a process. So give us grace. Give us peace. Surround my friends with your love. And I ask that you help them in a very special way, that they come to know you in a greater way. And I ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, friends, thanks so much again for listening. You might want to send this podcast to somebody else that you know. Don't forget to like or follow the podcast. And I just wish you a Merry Christmas wherever you are. See you next time.